Hey everybody, I'm Jackson. And I'm Lauren. And this is Who It Up? The Mass Singer Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to Who It Up? The Masked Singer Podcast. It's we are been back. a little bit. It's well, been a little bit. We did an episode last week, but oh, we didn't we did have an episode. episode of The Masked Singer Correct. to go off of Correct. last week. It's been a little bit since we've got fully immersed in the world of season four yeah. of The Masked Singer. And it's really been a while since we saw a new group like we did tonight. It's been such a long time. It was... Uh, God, it was really I just fun. loved, I loved seeing a new group, seeing all the new crew packages. Truthfully, I think this group, for me at least, has been the hardest to guess so far of who they are. I agree. There are many people who I have no idea who they are, yeah. which I well, think I is mean, really interesting. I have, I mean, obviously one of them has been revealed already, but I have a guess for everybody else. Yeah. I'm not sure how good those guesses are. I, I also think They could be good, they could be bad. Yeah, sure. I think it also is interesting because... It's harder on this one, I feel like, to guess because there clearly aren't as many like professional singers, so people can't mm. rely on hearing the voice and then going clues from there. Yeah. You know, I would say I don't know if there are any professional singers in this. Well, no, I'm sorry, I take it back. Sorry, I forgot about Mushroom. Yeah, I there think... is one professional singer in this group. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a bit. But we have to go through a few just general notes and also. Our favorite segment of the week. By the way, quick house, quick housekeeping things. Follow us on social media. Please. Uh, who is that pod? At who is that pod on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, what else? Rate and Patreon. On iTunes, rate and review us on iTunes, please. Patreon link in bio. Yeah. I think that's you. We Tell have a YouTube channel. Be, wait, did we get any new reviews? Now that I think about it, we should probably look. Uh, we asked you to uh, what you would look. be for Halloween. Did if we? If not, yeah, yeah, we did. I for the scary episode. I'd buy that. Keep talking, though. Keep um, talking. But yeah, Keep talking. So whether you did leave those reviews or not, Jackson will soon find out. But if not, feel free to do it again. Tell us what you are going to be for Halloween tomorrow, if you're listening to this when it comes out. Yes. Um, And we will read them next week and say what you were for Halloween. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, <laughs> well we did... make sure you click see all, because it doesn't really show all of them. I guess you... that is true. Um... So we did not get a new positive review. <laughs> oh no! Do we have haters? We have a single hater, MJC with the poop emoji is their name. Nice. It's not the real deal. I tried this out, and this is not the real podcast. First of all, first of all, yeah, we are not the official Mass Singer endorsed podcast. We never claim, we to, never be claim to be that. the official Mass Singer podcast. Even I though think we you said you would tell. like us to. We would like you to make us the official Mass Singer well, podcast. Well, of course. But. but I think if you look up the Mass Singer podcast... You're like, going to get the one with Bow Wow. Exactly. And it's like, like okay, <laughs> calm down. Just Anyway. Uh, if, if you're still listening... We appreciate we, you. We do appreciate Thanks. you. But also, we don't appreciate you leaving that review. We've never claimed to be the official Mass Singer podcast. <laughs> yeah. We claim to be a Mass Singer podcast. We are. And I you think can you can tell down, by Jackson. our aesthetic and our review... The, not our review, by our aesthetic and just <laughs> what we do, that we're not the official. But yeah, that's okay. Whatever. We've, anyway, we've developed some haters, and that's fine. Leave us some good reviews to balance that one out. Pretty We'd please. appreciate it. That would be very nice. Uh, but 
Let's get, let's get into the episode. Yeah. Let's get into it. So let's first start off with our Nick Cannon outfit rating of the week. Lauren, talk about what Nick was wearing. Okay, so Nick was wearing, um, you know, usual tuxedo, but the jacket had this kind of shiny, satiny, paisley looking design on it. Um, he had a, like an accent pocket square, I guess, yeah, like the a red, red thing. Yeah. Um, he and had a sparkly shoes. red cape, red mm-hmm. shoes, and red mask. They all matched. Yes, Even did. after he took the cape and the mask off, it still looked like he was Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Movie only. Um, <laughs> Movie only. Well, it's it's silver in the book <laughs> sure. and also in Wicked. But anyway. Good call, Lauren. Um, Good call. Yeah, but I, I enjoyed this one because, you know, I think a lot of times we really lose a lot of the good stuff with the outfit, lose a lot of the color when yeah. he takes off the cape. But sure. with this one, especially since he saw that little accent, he had the shoes and that cool design on the jacket. I think this one's a 9 out of 10. I really like this one. You know, that's funny that you say that because I also rated this a 9 out of 10. I really liked it. I thought it was nice and subtle. I thought it was was very cool without being over the top. And I appreciated it a lot, truthfully. I I, I really liked his his outfit. And I thought the pops of red worked really well. I agree. Especially in the pocket square. So, yes. Good job, Nick Cannon. You impressed me this week. I think last time I was a bit underwhelmed. So, good for you, Nick classic you uh one thing that i also want to talk about uh i didn't write this down but lauren was on this episode again so if you're watching i was closely, i think i saw myself her. i saw myself at least once but probably twice i think i'm pretty sure i saw myself twice. i think as they were going into a commercial break sort of previewing the end you see lauren as well and yeah then, there's a longer shot of me yes right there yes and then there is a shot towards the end it's when they're revealing uh, the I don't final think it's, person, right? the re- it's like right before the reveal, I believe. Okay, gotcha. Well, either way, Lauren is around that time, yeah, so look out for out. her. Same outfit I was wearing every other every time other because I have time. only been in the audience once. <laughs> yes, so. exactly. That's so funny. That's so funny. Um, what Do you have any other overarching notes about the show before we get into specific um, performances? My only other note is that as much as I love the drop it like it's hot bit, I miss the vault train. Drop it in the slot instead of, yeah. Yeah. I... I I miss the vault train. The vault train was one of my favorite things. It was great. It was adorable. I however, can understand however, because everyone had to touch the same train. I could understand them being like COVID, but... However, Ken's dance moves... Ken's dance moves were pretty great. To drop it in the slot were fantastic. I appreciated. I, did enjoy I appreciated Ken going all out. Once again... Showing off the unhinged nature of this show. Yeah. And you gotta love In any chance. In the absence chance. of our dear friend, the Vault Train. Exactly. We will miss you, Vault Train. Rip to the Vault Train. Vault Train. I don't think they're ever gonna bring back the Vault Train. Well, I just think, you know, if it's only with new people, they well, really done. only have like three chances it, to, per to do the Vault Train, yes. They only did it once. They only did it once. What did they do the first? They also did the slot the first I time, right? I think they did the slot thing. I can't yeah. remember. Or did they do the drones? They, mm, I thought the drones was to bring out the extra little clue things. The, that too. Did they collect the things on the drones? I don't know. Maybe I could they be did. wrong. I could I be incorrect. Anyway, Either way, it's gotta... not the vault train, so we hate it. <laughs> but. Okay. Any uh, other any other notes? No, I mean, I don't really have any overall things. Yeah, um, I'm ready to get into talking about who these yeah, people are. Yeah, I agree. Me too. Because we have a lot of stuff to talk about with this. We have a lot of stuff to talk we about. We finished watching the episode like an hour ago. And um, have since just been going back through the clue packages and stuff. Uh, I guess it kind of has been an hour at this point, actually. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, whatever. But, yes, so we, we, I made a concerted effort this time to sort of make all these guesses my own. I did not look at any comment section. I did not look at anything else. Me neither. Tried to go for just initial instinct and also maybe doing a little research on the clues myself. Yeah. 
The only one that uh, he did not come up with is my guess for broccoli. Yes, true. And uh, I will give Lauren credit where credit is due when that time comes. But so if you notice, if our guests are wild, probably off point this episode, there's a reason for that. Yeah. (laughs) We're doing this on our own, people. We enjoy it. However, if you have guesses, uh, we post on Instagram a decent amount, roughly five days a week, I would say. So if you have any guesses at any time, go ahead and drop them in those comments. We'll make sure to, we respond to pretty much all our comments that we get. So if you you leave us a comment, we will respond to it. Absolutely. That's our promise right now. I'm making a promise. Boom. Okay. So, all right. Shall we get into it? Yes. So, our first performance of the night was Squiggly Monster, who, if you remember last week, I rated in the Ah, My Eyes yes. section of the spooky tier list. Yes. And Squiggly Monster sang Have You Ever Seen the Rain by Credence Clearwater Revival, CCR, if you will. What did you think of Squiggly Monster's performance, Lauren? I think it was my favorite one of the night. I was going to say that too. How dare you? Well, How dare you, you take asked that me first. Me? Sorry. Yes. <laughs> It is... No, I really enjoyed it. He has a very, like, rich voice. He doesn't sound very trained. It definitely gave me thingamajig slash Victor Oladipo vibes. It did. You know who it also reminded me of? It reminded me a little bit of Rhino. I get that vibe. With with a little bit of the country vibes. Exactly. Exactly. The not trained, still smooth, still sweet voice. I also, just for a second, right at the beginning, I did write down T-Pain again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just for a second just just for a second because i definitely don't think it sounds a lot like no. t-pain <laughs> but yes uh, yeah i it was a really enjoyable performance performance i really can't wait to see more of them i think I one agree. thing that we saw this person is massive yes <laughs> they're, they're just they a massive a human humor. being they're yeah. like they were kind of playful with the extra arms and everything yeah no totally totally it, and it's a Seeing it in action and seeing him perform, it was very, it very much, you know, now if I see this in a dark room and I'm alone with it, I'll be a little less afraid. Yeah. I'll be a I'm little afraid. Of, I'm not quite as afraid of it now. Like, why you got all those arms, squiggly monster, but. And all those eyes. And all those eyes. What you and doing with those, those eyes? Stripes. What What you doing with those eyes, squiggly <laughs> monster, but I'll be a little less afraid and a little more comforted. Yeah. A little more cuddly yeah. with squiggly monster. So. Uh, anything else about the performance, or shall we get into the clues? Hold Let's on. Let's get into I, the clues. Was this the one with the weird... Uh, the, this was the video game one with uh, the cookies. Okay, no. the the There's another one. And the yarn oh, trees. Oh, the chaotic costumes come later. Uh, I'll talk about those later. Oh, so, okay. The clues. I'm going to sort of... This is sort of a brief. I couldn't find as good of an article. The, a little bit of insider tips. I find an article that has the clues written down, so I don't have to do it, and I can just watch them. Sorry, people, if that rips back <laughs> We're the veil. We're not the real deal, guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're not the official Mass Singer podcast, so... <laughs> Anywho. So, some of the clues were, choose the squiggly monster because people always roll their eyes at me. He made a, uh, a reference to my fellow Americans. There was Salami. Penguin Ken Jong was in it. There was video game vibes throughout. Mm-hmm. There was like a pick your player screen in there. There were a lot of chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, Lots of chocolate so chip many. cookies. There was one that was on a padlock. Yeah. Talks about him being a father figure, a scoundrel, hyperactive voice of the people, worrywart, maniac, no Dumbo with the Dumbo ears as he was flying, easy on the eyes, breaking news, bow tie, and a stethoscope. There Do you, you have go. any to add there, Lauren? Any visual or um, vocal clues to add to that? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you said the yarn, the yarn trees and I did not say the yarn trees. That but is that interesting. was a thing, too. There, there were trees also, and stuff made of yarn. There was a Monopoly man. The Monopoly man, which I found really interesting. And then there was, uh, he DJed at one point. 
He did DJ at one point. Um, that's about all I got. But yeah. Yeah. Monopoly man. Yeah. Um, okay. What What are you thinking, Lauren? Okay. Do you want me to go into my guess? Yeah, Is I would love. You're I would love you to go okay. into your guess. My guess, probably a long shot. WWE wrestler Titus O'Neil. <laughs> Okay. This is a very much of a long shot. So here's what we got, right? Um, so first of all, there I will admit there's not a whole lot in the clue package that connects me with Titus O'Neil. However, Titus O'Neil, I think definitely sounds like this. He has a little bit of that country, but also that very rich voice. He is sure. so tall. He is 6'6". He's a large man. He's a very large so man. So that definitely stacks up. Yeah. Well, and also I thought because so much of this was like video games, cookies, kids themed, he kind of looks like he could maybe be on Demented Sesame Street. Sure. Um, Titus does a lot of community service and specifically, especially before COVID, he went to hospitals to visit children a lot. Yeah. Um, so I thought maybe it was something to do with that. You know, he cl- clearly cares about children and likes children a lot. Um, WWE would also do this kind of outreach thing to um, sick children where they would basically let them create their own wrestling persona, do a little promo, whatever. Yeah. Um, and he was always involved in that, I believe. Sure. Um, I feel like the Monopoly man could maybe be like, he his character is kind of like, he's like, kind of the corporate man, you know? So he's been both a wrestler and a manager character. Yeah. Um, But he has this whole brand, like, Titus Worldwide or whatever. Uh-huh. So that gave me the kind of maybe corporate vibes. Maybe that's what that could be. Um, I also, half of WWE is on Fox now. SmackDown is now on Fox. Um, I believe Titus is on Raw now, which is still on USA. Correct. Um, But, I, you know, Fox does have some pull over WWE, so I could see Titus being on here. My only concern is that someone who is not into WWE would not know who this is. Yeah. Because Titus is not, like, when someone who's not into wrestling thinks of wrestlers, they're like, John Cena, The Rock, maybe The Undertaker, Andre the Giant, people like that. Hulk Uh, Hogan, Hogan, you know? Yeah, Ric Um, Flair. They're not going to think Titus O'Neil. No one, no, there's a very niche audience who knows who that is. Who would know who that is. For certainly. Well, and granted, the WWE audience is a big audience, but it's not like Titus O'Neil is a household name. I don't know how much of a a crossover there is between the WWE audience and the Mad Singer. Besides, you and I sitting here. No, for sure. Like, there's there's something to be said about it, for sure. So, yes, that is, while that is a, a, a valiant guess, I have a guess myself that I think I mean, the more I look into it, the more I think there might be might be something something to do with it. So some of the to, to a little bit of backstory, some of the panelists guests, Ray Romano, Brad Garrett, two sort of tall comedians, however, both of whom's voices I don't think really match up. And they also guest Al Franken, Dr. Anthony Fauci, two people Involved or tangentially involved in politics. I don't think it's Al Franken for sure. And, and I Anthony also Fauci, don't think it's... Dr. Fauci's not leaving the house. And he's, also, he's also a small man. Yeah. Squeaky Monster is a huge man. So I was like, okay, this person definitely gives me comedian vibes. You know, people always rolling their eyes at me, stuff like that. So I was like, okay, big old comedians. Who are some big old comedians? I ran across a man by the name of Pete Holmes. You may know Pete Holmes as a comedian, a, a formerly a Christian comedian. I think he's still a Christian. I don't know. But he started off as a Christian comedian, at least. He had a show on HBO called Crashing. That's sort of a, a slightly autobiographical, if you will. Not the Phoebe Waller-Bridge one. Correct. <laughs> so, chocolate chip cookies, you say. Hmm. What's that about? Well, <laughs> he has this. he had or has this show... Where it's sort of like a talk show with him. I think it's just an internet thing. He had Dikembe Mutombo, who was a former basketball player on there one time. And he did an impression 
of the Cookie Monster. He's definitely a father figure. He has a couple kids, I think. Another thing that I think is really interesting about him is that the My Fellow Americans thing, there's also a politician named Pete Holmes. Huh. So so it could be that they're oh, doing sort of a, a, a fun a thing like that. Yeah. I, I've never even really heard Pete Holmes talk. I don't think, I don't know much about him. I don't know if he has a relationship with Ken Jong. I wonder if maybe Ken Jong was in Crashing or something. That would be Ken interesting. Because Ken Jong was one of the characters that came up on the little choose your character yes. video game thing. Yes. I don't know if that was mentioned, but So, yeah. maybe. Um, but yeah, that's a very good guess. That's probably a better guess than mine. But it is certainly very I'm far going off. on instinct alone. Yeah, and that's fair. Um, also, I would like to comment, I wrote a note that um, while this guessing was happening for Squiggly Monster, um, they were talking about Squiggly Monster's height compared to Nick, and yeah. Ken said, look how short you are! Oh, that was so great. Was I so wrote funny. that down. That was so <laughs> funny. Um, I'm trying to see if he was ever a guest. I'm trying to okay. guest stars. I'm trying to think of what to talk about. Doctor Oz was on it. Any um, any Wizard of Oz clues or anything? In there? I don't know. Monopoly Man. Nah. Oz was a rich swindler. It doesn't look like he was, but it doesn't matter. Maybe maybe they had something. They're both comedians, anyways. Uh, and also, there were a lot of uh, another reason I think it's a comedian. It's someone who's played a lot of characters, and I feel like that could be an actor or it could be a comedian who does a bunch of bits for sure. So, and you know, I think he does a lot of impressions. So. Could be interesting. Definitely. Also, fair. Lauren brought up uh, the uh, the the abundance of chocolate chips, and she was like, "Is there any name one named Chip famous?" And I was like, "Well, I there's Chipper Jones." Like Sorry, I didn't mean to, to make you sound like that. <laughs> Chipper anyone? Jones, former third baseman for the Atlanta Braves, one of my childhood heroes. I loved Chipper Jones. And we don't know if any of the other clues line up with that. Certainly none of the other clues line up. I don't know. know if he's as good of a singer. Chocolate but chips only. Yeah, ex- that's the only going thing that really matches that. up. But Maybe he plays video he games kids. now. He has kids. He has kids. That's true. <laughs> but so that's also, it. yeah, there's that. All righty. I think that's all I have to say. We we said who the judges thought it was. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to see more Squealy Monster. Yeah, me too. Period. Okay, moving on to mon- uh, not monster. <laughs> wow, I um, I just have T pain on the brain. T pain on the brain, and that's uh, fine. Mushroom. Yes, mushroom. So mushroom sang this woman's work by Maxwell. What did you think of mushroom's performance, Lauren? So this was clearly um, someone who was trying to trick us into thinking that he was a woman. Yep. Based on the costume, the movement, the singing, everything. Yep. Um, I thought. It was good. The falsetto was a little unsteady. I think, I mean, we'll get to my guess later, but um, I think this is someone who definitely does not normally sing like this. Yeah. I think this is someone who definitely uses more of the, their chest voice, you know, like the main part of their voice. Sure. Um, Maybe is known for that and we're afraid that that would be too recognizable. Sure. Um, Yeah. (laughs) We'll get to that. Yeah. I, I think I like this performance a little better than you did. I, I liked it. I, no, I, I know you I liked it. I it was I'm, fine. I'm, I'm not saying that you didn't like I'm it. I'm just saying if an actual woman came out and did this exact same performance, we would be like, ugh. Sure. You no, know? Yeah. But because I, it's a guy singing in falsetto, whatever. I, I, I think that's sort of, while it is the novelty of it, I think it was still fairly impressive. I don't think it was the absolutely transcendent performance that everyone was talking about. Yeah. But I did really like it. it I thought good, it was though. good. I I'd thought, say second best performance of the night. I thought they... Their stage presence was impressive for me. I agree. I, I thought they had a very good stage presence, held the stage well. So it's clearly someone who is used to either being on stage, whether it be as a singer or as an actor, etc. As a dancer, even. Yeah. It, it, very, very possibly a dancer, maybe. Yeah. They did They did have some 
Well, they definitely some did some kind of dancery vibes. Yeah. Well, and it's also too. But it would just be interesting if this was a dancer that they would choose such a restrictive costume. That is my thing as well. But maybe they're really just trying to be like vocals alone today. Maybe, or it could be another situation of the bottom part of the costume comes off. Maybe, and then they, but then we'd lose the squirrel. We would lose the squirrel, but we for for the for the clout, I guess. For the clout. Um. Okay. So getting into some clues. Yep. Okay. Oh, that's me. That that's, is you. That is my clue. Well, I so, did write down a lot of the clues because it was all Hamilton references. That, that's what I was going to start off with. Many of these clues have to do with the musical Hamilton. So it talks about being a healer and a scholar. There is a violin. There is a, a grasshopper playing the violin. Young, scrappy, and fungi. Fungi. Started out in the rat race in Surprising Job. Uh, mentioned star or sort of shows star search. There were orange curtains, a hot dog cart. Also on top of the hot dog cart, what to me looked like a Pharrell Williams hat. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll get into that. Uh, the world turned upside down. Rem- remind me about Pharrell uh, because that deals with my person. Uh, they got their shot to turn a hobby into a career. There was gardening. Kept persisting until it got to be in the shroom where it happens. Can rise up and help others grow. Broken road to get here. So some of the guesses by the panelists were Lin-Manuel Miranda, no. Anthony Ramos, no. Donald Glover, Usher, and Frank Ocean. Yeah. I don't think it's any of these people. I don't think it's any of these people either. And my number one thing, so we are kind of musical theater nerds, and yes. I have listened to Hamilton more times than I could possibly count. We were actually very fortunate to be able to see the original cast of Hamilton, so we are very familiar with Hamilton. Um, A, I don't think it's anyone from Hamilton. B, I think that if it was someone from Hamilton, there's no way there would be this many Hamilton clues. Sure. You know, there it's just so many well-known Hamilton lyrics in one clue package. It was a lot. I think that is my biggest I think hesitation that, with it. I think that, um, well, is it okay if I go ahead and go into my guess? Please. Okay. I would be delighted. So I think it is someone who is very tangentially, ten, ten, tangentially... Tangentially related to Hamilton. Sure. Okay. Um, someone who was featured in one song on the Hamilton mixtape. Yep. Who we know from the band Fun, Nat Root, or not Nat, Nate Roos. <laughs> I Roos. cannot speak tonight. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Nate Roos. Um, so Nate Roos obviously has a very, very strong, like clear, smooth voice. And he does have a higher voice, but... From hearing him sing in fun, in his solo stuff, in his uh, previous band, The Format, which I was listening to in the last hour, <laughs> um, yeah. it sounds like he just has a very strong like mix. You know, he has a very strong yeah. chest voice that he can take into a lighter, brighter place, but that's not necessarily his falsetto. He actually sounds like he uses his falsetto very, very little. Yeah. And I think he has a very recognizable voice from the style he usually sings in, which would motivate him to do something different and sing only in his falsetto. Sure. He's also a very, very skinny man. He is. He's. He, he would definitely work man. in this costume. Yeah. Um. And it talked about a surprising job, the rat race. He actually took a job working at a law firm um, to, you know, fund him being able to make music. Um, yeah. So, you know, and I mean, the, you know, the, the rats that were handing him the briefcase look very corporate. So I yeah. feel like a law firm kind of vibes with that. Totally. Um, yeah, those are my big things. But yeah, he's, he's just, again, has a very small connection to Hamilton, but is definitely more well known for other things, which is why he fits this. Yeah. So I, I think that's a fun guess. 
I like that guess. Oh, that's a fun guess. For me, I just don't know if the voice really... Once again, it's in a falsetto. I will be very interested to hear them do a different song, maybe use a different part of their voice, and then I'll definitely have a better idea. But just having listened to Nate Roos, I just... And, and like, you know, I've... I, I haven't listened to a large amount of his discography. However, I do know, especially a lot of his big songs. And I just, it, 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 I, he'll have to show something to me. He will sure. definitely have to show me something that, despite that, my guess is out there. And it started, I, I was re-watching the Clue package, and it actually started with the composition of one of the shots. And it talks that was about the most pretentious thing I have ever heard. Well, Lauren, it's gonna get more pretentious, so buckle in. <laughs> so there was one of the shots where it talks about his world being turned upside down. And I was looking at that shot, and I'm like, this looks exactly like a shot from Into the Spider-Verse. The the animated film from 2018. Fantastic film. Fantastic film. So I was like, hmm. The lead in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, who voices Miles Morales, is Shamik Moore. Shamik Moore, now, uh, of course, I was like, okay, first, you know, we have that, whatever. That's one small thing. Eh, whatever. So I saw the Pharrell thing, the Pharrell hat, and I was like, okay, that's interesting. I looked up Pharrell, Shamik Moore connections. Pharrell was a executive producer on Shamik Moore's big breakout movie, Dope. And hmm. that was, I think, when he was talking about him breaking out. He talks about him being underground and then going, uh, like, whatever, starting off underground. He he has sort of like a, I don't know if you would necessarily call it an underground music career, but he sort of started off as, uh, he was in a couple of, of like, TV, small, very small parts in TV shows, but he also kind of started out in music and is kind of still doing music today. It's not perfect. I recognize that it's not perfect. However... I That's think it would guess. be really interesting. And Shamik Moore also kind of matches some of the vibe of people who they were guessing. Like, especially the Donald Glover, Usher, Frank Ocean types. Their music isn't exactly like... I would say he's more similar to Donald Glover in his musical style. I haven't heard much at all. Granted, I've only heard a couple okay. songs and that was just me listening to them now. But I could see it. I, don't, I think Shamik Moore might be a little bigger than what Mushroom is is giving us right now. And it would definitely be a departure of of what I've seen of him as, like, a person, as an actor. But I think he could do it because he's a very good actor. Yeah. So my guess for Mushroom, and I'm putting it out there, Shamik Moore. Okay. Okay. All right. Are we ready to move on? I think we're ready to move on. Cool. Jellyfish. Jellyfish. Uh... So, Jellyfish sang Big Girls Don't Cry by Fergie. Yes. What would you think of this line? was it was pretty good i don't think this is someone who's a professional singer yeah um they, but they have a good mix yeah i'd say they really impressed me when when they first started yeah and then it, it didn't it didn't continue that strength throughout well just I the would longer say. we listened to it the more we were like okay this may be probably isn't someone not who, a like, trained singer yeah this isn't someone who like this is not their craft yeah you know mm-hmm. yep Agreed. Um, but you know, again, they still have a good tone. They have a good mix. Um, I think they have good instincts. Yeah, I, I thought this was going to be Missy Elliott, as we know. It is my, not. My clues. Sad. It's not. <laughs> it's definitely not Missy Elliott. <laughs> but I do think it is a different female rapper. And we'll <sighs> get into that in a second. Lauren, I want you to go first because mine is also another one that's real out there. 
Okay, we haven't got through the clue package yet, though. Oh, true. Let me let me go through those clue, clues really see. quickly. There was a book that was The Little-ish Jellyfish. Kind of looked like Dr. Yes. Seuss or Mary, maybe Eric Carl. Yeah. Um... There was a there was a phone at the beginning, uh, sort of Instagram. I think she it was yeah, called. Yeah, it was someone who clearly has a lot of Instagram clout. Yeah, reigns supreme over the kingdom. Talks about uh, coast to coast. There were fans. There was a throne, a tiara, a gilded cage, a glowcella. Yep, bubbles, rules. There were these rules which had lyrics to a Billie Eilish song, "Bad Guy." Uh, no rough guys. No, just can't get enough guys from the song. Uh. Uh, Glogella, yeah, like you said, parties, angelfish, and baby powder. Okay. The guesses included Gabby Douglas, Chloe Grace Moretz, Grace Moretz, Aquafina, and Sophia Ritchie. So I think out of those, the best guess is probably Aquafina. I could see it being Aquafina. I would expect Aquafina to probably rap if I, she were on the show. And also, her, However, I, her voice is very recognizable. Yeah, I, I think even singing, her voice would just be a little raspier. Personally, yeah. but well, and I knows? don't know. Um, but we did look up Sophia Richie's height, and Sophia Richie is five six. And with those platform shoes, we think this jellyfish is, is very small. short. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I don't think it's Sophia Richie. Yeah. Um, my guess really has nothing to do with the clues again. <laughs> Sorry. Keep going though. Keep no, going. No, but I was just just going based on height, and then I heard them guess Gabby Douglas, and I was like, you know who has a lot of time right now because the Olympics got postponed by a year? <laughs> Simone Biles, and she's also very short. Maybe even too short to be the jellyfish. I think she's like 4'11 or something. She is incredibly short, yeah. Yeah, but I would love to see Simone Biles on the show, and if she can even sing that well, I'd be impressed because she's so talented as a gymnast that I'm like, you don't get two skills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, totally. Um... Are you are you done going? Yeah, through? that's that's really all I had. There were no other clues. Okay, mine is another one that you're gonna have to hang with me here, folks. It does line up well. I just don't want it to be her. And and I think it is a long shot for reasons I'm going to get into now. In the past, this person has been guessed, and when they have been guessed, we were like, "Come on, would they be on the Mass Singer?" I think they would be on the Mass Singer. So they would do it, but I don't know if we would like it. I don't know if if you're familiar with a person by the name of. Danielle Brigoli, Lauren, or familiar with a person named Bad Baby, but you probably are f- familiar with the person who coined the catchphrase, cash me outside, how about that? No, 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 cash me outside. Cash me outside, how about, how about that? that? Excuse me. And that is the person who I am talking about, aka Danielle Brigoli, aka Bad Baby. Aka that girl on Dr. Phil. Correct, in, in case you couldn't guess who I was talking about. So there are some clues that match up. The Instagram, Instagram stuff. She has a big. She has 17 million followers on Instagram. Jeez. She has a big Instagram following. There, there's a lot of talks about like, uh, you know, in the ocean, sea, whatever. She signed with Atlantic Records. Coast to coast, she did a a coast to coast tour. Talks about fans, stuff like that. You know, she has fans. Now, here's where it gets a little bit shaky. Well, one thing before it, there's the baby powder. So baby, bad baby. Here's where it gets a little, a little, a little rough. So there's obviously the reference to Billie Eilish. It's not Billie Eilish. It's definitely not Billie Eilish. No. However, the bad maybe had a little beef with little Billie Eilish there for a little bit, and it was it was something about I like Billie Eilish dished dissed her or something, and then bad bad baby went back at it. It was just it was something foolish, of course, but she had beef with her. There was also the Coachella thing. 
Bad Baby made news for getting into a fight at Coachella. <laughs> so. Here's the thing, though. I, even though those are negative clues, I could definitely see her being the kind of person who's like, that's publicity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. good or bad, that's publicity. That's my name getting out there. No, totally. Because she's known for being a train wreck. She's not known for being a good person. Uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. So, well, oh, actually, it is interesting. Bad baby, come on the show to discuss. Because actually, this is more of a dispute about her, whether they're friends or not. Because apparently oh. bad baby called her out and was like, ah, uh, you know, because she wasn't responding to her texts and stuff like that. I The only hesitation is those are two sort of negative relations to um, Billy, to, to Bad Baby, the, the bad, the thing about Billy Eilish, etc. But apparently they like were friends at least, which kind of like adds up. I think it's a long shot. But no, the longer you talk, the more I'm like, maybe it's bad baby. I think it's bad baby. And I think it because she is the kind of person who I think would go on the mass singer because for a second chance or for a rebranding. Yeah. You know, so I, I think it's bad baby. I think it's I really yeah. do think it's bad baby. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, the I more think I, I might have to change it. my guess of that. I will credit you, obviously. Okay. But <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's better than my guess. <laughs> I will be so proud if that is correct. Because it's definitely no, that was, a long it took shot. some sleuthing. Yeah, we'll see. We shall see. All right. We go see. Moving on to no, someone I did no I sleuthing enemies. for because I'm sticking with my original cast. Which I think is very strong. Broccoli. Yes. Chopping broccoli. And that is an indication of who Lauren thinks it is. So, Broccoli sang. I actually don't remember. Let me pull it up. House is rocking slash whole lot of shaking going on by Stevie Rayvon and Stevie Rayvon, excuse me, Jerry Lee Lewis. What did you think of the performance, Lauren? I thought it was fine. I thought it was fun. They definitely sounded, they kind of gave me banana vibes. I could see the, the very um, of similar someone, to you know, maybe vibes. throwing their voice a little bit. Someone who does totally. a lot of impressions. Yeah. Yep. Like the person I think. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> Correct. Sure. Uh, yeah. Overall, this is the performance that had the unhinged. Yes. Definitely. The, yeah. The there were some kind of crazy costumes. What were it? It they was were like, like a cats. Good, it was cat heads, but like guitar bodies. Right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Cat heads, guitar bodies. That it was, was strange. Crazy. Costume designer on The Masked Singer, actually. Please come on this podcast. Please. We would love... Because a lot of the performers' costumes, the contestants' costumes, are intricate. They're beautiful. And then you have these crazy... Well, and I think it's different crazy, designers. Well, probably. I'm sure they have multiple designers. Probably. Yes, 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 yes. But, anyways. Any hoot. So that's... Yeah, that's what we, we sort of have. Uh, some of the clues. There's a lot of references to social media, TikTok, a dance challenge. There's a soup can. Mm-hmm. Uh, dogs dressed like peppers. A contest greased the wheels for his career. There's three men, uh, three amigos, what it looks like. Yeah. There's a baby, iceberg lettuce, humbled to work with big artists. Kid rolling with the OGs. There's the LD1ESMN. Okay, I realize what that means. Plate. It says ladies' man. Ladies' man. I That's was looking because I wrote that down and I was like, what? L Dysman? Yeah. Like- <laughs> uh, performing their passion on many stages. There's a car wash and then a swing at the end. Some of the guesses from the panelists were Bill Murray, Howie Mandel, and Steve Gutenberg. 
And I would just like to say Howie Mandel, I'm sure, is not leaving his house right now. Yeah, Howie Mandel is a decent guest. I could hear the voice, but yeah. Howie he's, Mandel. Well, he's like well known for being kind of a germaphobe. Very which famously I definitely don't known blame for him. being a germaphobe. But it's like, you know, he wasn't shaking people's hands before COVID. Howie he Mandel, is not leaving the house. Howie Mandel looking smart right now. I tell yeah. you what. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, go ahead and get into who you thought All this right. person was. So right off the bat, uh, I thought Dana Carvey. Because, I mean, even from the get before we even heard him sing, um, just because, as we, as I've said before, Dana Carvey's audition song for SNL was Chopping Broccoli. His original clue in the preview episode had something to do with a sketch he did on SNL. Yeah. I believe it was like, it was like a repeating character who yeah. was on SNL. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, in general with this, I think just vocally, this sounds like, like, maybe not Dana Carvey's natural voice, but a voice Dana Carvey could definitely do. And I just think it's Dana Carvey. It's also clear that like this costume does have padding in it, and Dana Carvey is definitely a slimmer guy. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think the costume very clearly has padding in yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. I would think. Um, well, I mean, Jacob seems surprised, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, but yeah, I think it definitely has like padding in it and stuff to conceal that this is probably a slimmer guy. For sure, Dana Carvey. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I am definitely. Definitely agreeing with that. I mean, it. I, I just think it, it. It seems like all the stuff Mads adds up once again. The his costume, I think, is niche enough that it's like the broccoli. Like very few people would get that, but I think that's a, a, enough of a clue that they would make it his costume. If he, if he had any say in it, I think he would probably want to do that. Yeah. Um. You well, know, he's a goofball kind of guy. Yeah. You know? it, it, exactly. There's talks about like you know rolling with the OGs. There was the three amigos clue. The only other person I think it could maybe be is Martin Short, who's very similar vibe to Dana Carvey, I would say. But yeah, I I, I do like your Dana Carvey guess. Thank you. I, I think that is probably correct. And yeah. he also, I don't know, this has nothing to do with Dana Carvey specifically, but just a comedian thing. At the beginning of this clue package, he did like a here's broccoli, like a here's Johnny thing, which just seems like something an older comedian would do. Yeah, true, true. Uh, Dana Carvey was in a Pepper Boy sketch on SNL. Oh, Pepper? Dogs? Pepper, I don't know what the, the dogs, dogs were dressed up as peppers. Well, yeah, but like, why were they dogs? Sure. I don't know. Dana Carvey dogs. <laughs> well, this he was in The Secret Life of Pets. That's a good point. That's, That's all I'm a good saying. Point. That's actually a very good point. Pepper dogs. He was in The Secret Life of Pets. And there is a pepper thing. Come you know, on. Lauren, now, if we can find a soup connection, this will be locked and loaded. You know, Lauren, that's not bad. Dana Carvey soup. Literally, <laughs> this is how we do research. <laughs> like, this is how we do research. Just looking up names and keywords, that's all. Or yeah. names and names to see if there's a connection. Oh, uh, oh, interesting. How Dana Carvey's 1996 comedy show failed. One of the sketches focused on a TV screen airing the Soup Nazi episode. Oh, interesting. Of, of Seinfeld. Of Seinfeld. But that, that's very niche because I think... It is very niche, but it was a very prominently displayed soup can. And I feel like the bigger the clue in The Masked Singer, the more niche in that person's career it would be. Yeah, sure. But yeah, I mean, one of the sketches on it sort of focused on that episode. So, there I mean, I could see it. Dana Carvey, let's lock it in. Let's lock in Dana Carvey. I good for you, Lauren, for for guessing that. Uh, I think it's a very strong guess. And I'm gonna I... get so many points if it turns out to be Dana Carvey. Yeah, and that is that is impressive. Doot, doot. Okay, can we move on to Lips? Yeah. As you know, Lips was the person who got out this evening. Before we reveal who it is, though, I'm sure you know. Let's talk about Lips's performance, Lauren. What did you think of Native New Yorker? You know, by she the was lips. having so much fun up there. <laughs> 
so much fun. Uh, she was. No, I mean, again, down. like, she, well, just the fact that she used her speaking voice that is incredibly recognizable as a talk show host. Like, she started on, off girl. using her voice. Yeah. And even, even us who. Instantly. I, I really don't know anything about Wendy Williams, but even I was like, that's Wendy Williams. Yeah. The panelists also guest Sandra Bernhard, Wendy Williams, and Allison Janney. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Why my laptop is suddenly going slow? No. And it does that a lot, so I'm not super um, surprised about it. Well, here's it. some stuff in the clue package. There were some yeah, cheetah go, go print roller it. skates, and also some kangaroo. Well, a kangaroo on roller skates. Yeah. Um, it looked like she was in some kind of locker room. Um, there were some loaded cheese fries. Uh, someone wearing a basketball jersey with the number 12 on it. Yep. Um, West Wing snack bar. I think, again, going with the roller rink kind of theme. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was brought up how West Wing, WW, West Wing, Wendy, Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams. Um, also, the jersey, the number 12 jersey. Um, she is from New Jersey, the 12th season that her uh, show is in. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and then there was also something about shocking the public for decades. Yeah. So, Wendy Williams. It's Wendy Williams. That's it. Um, (laughs) Well, it was also, I also kind of thought, because there have been some rumors about this being Wendy Williams, and then she came out and never stood up, even before the reveal she was sitting. And Wendy Williams does have, like, a condition that, you know, famously at one point on one of her episodes actually caused her to faint. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it makes sense that she was seated the whole time. No, totally. Um, But yeah. Totally, totally. No, yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed... I enjoyed it. She was once again, you, you say it as a joke, but she really was having fun up there. No, she really was. So yeah. like props to her. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was really curious to see how this costume was going to come off. Uh, I didn't know yeah. if it was just going to be the whole thing or if it was just the top half like it was. I think that was one of the, one of the more interesting parts. Of that, that was a reveal is, is in of itself. Watching the costumes. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, do you think Lips was the right person to get out? Yeah. I well, agree. I think, well, <laughs> I certainly, yeah, agree. well, just because like much love to Wendy Williams, but she was the only one on the show who like really couldn't sing. Yeah. So, but like I said, you know, she, she gave her all and she had fun and I'm sure they could only keep her for a day anyway, because she has a show to do. I mean, she's very busy. She's a busy She's person. very busy. Yeah. So Wendy Williams, uh, thank you for coming on the Masked Singer. Yeah. We, we appreciated you on there. Uh, yeah, any other thoughts? Any overarching thoughts about Group C? I think we're seeing Group C again next week. We are, for the Group C playoffs next week. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting, too, because I looked at the show schedule, and they haven't announced every episode, but we're actually going back to Group A before we do wow. the Group C finals, which tells me that each of these groups, or at least A and C, are probably going to go down to two people. Yeah. And we'll go to, like, a final six instead of a final nine like we did last season. Seems so to that's be- really odd to me because i feel like sort of the theme yeah well because especially you know like again much love to group c but i'd say our best singers are definitely in groups a and b uh for sure yeah i so i think it's just going to be tough for all those other singers in group a and b because you know like like group b i mean you have seahorse and serpent and I don't really see anyone else in Group P getting past them if that Agreed. group gets narrowed down to two people. And it, it's hard because you have people like Crocodile, who I really want to see more. Yeah. But we probably won't just because of such a strong group. If exactly. Crocodile was in this group, he's probably the best singer, if not the second best singer. He's After certainly Mushroom vying for the top spot. Yeah. But yeah, he might not even, you know, t- top three maybe in, in, yeah. in Group B. Yeah, so that's so a bummer tough. for me. Because at yeah. least in previous seasons, you know, or at least last season, we saw the three groups and then they only got them down to three people yeah um and granted they did eliminate three because it was three groups of six yeah but it's still you know like more i mean 
Rob Gronkowski made it to the final nine. Like, yeah. So that, know. that tells you something. Yeah. But yeah, this one, I, I wouldn't be surprised if no one made it to the top three out of this group. Yeah. I feel like sometimes they like to do it one out of each group, but I just can't see. Mushroom could really shock us. If Mushroom Maybe. really is Nate Roos, then Maybe. Yeah. they could go off and it would be great. But uh, I, I but don't just know. seeing, you know, again, Seahorse Serpent Sun. I mean, How, who would you I don't knock think out? there's anyone in this group who could compete with them. I, if it's Nate Roos. Maybe. They could. But uh, uh, not saying that I don't appreciate your guess. However, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if it is Nate Roos. We'll have to see. Yeah. We'll have to see. Even if it is Nate Roos, it would be tough to knock one of those three out. No, for sure. For sure. But yes, that is our... Season four, this was season four, episode five yes. of this. This is our sixth episode so far of yeah. this season. So once again, if you like us, leave us a review on iTunes. Send us yeah. send us an email at, uh, what's our, who, who is, is that, that pod, pod at gmail.com. <laughs> I was like, uh, what's my name? My name and is also, Jackson. And also, check out our other show, The Greenlight. That is true. Please check out our other show, The Greenlight Podcast. Links we, below. Yes, uh, on that podcast, we mostly read unproduced great plays and screenplays and then interview the writers. But yeah. we also have a segment each week where we talk about something that we have watched in the past week. So that's yeah. pretty fun. And this week for Halloween, we actually did a totally different episode and yes. did um, one of our green lit episodes that we usually do for Patreon where we watch an older movie and pair an alcoholic beverage with it Correct. so we did friday the 13th and uh -huh. if you're listening to this that means that that episode is out as well yes true and it was a really fun episode it was we get into some fun discourse about friday the 13th and it's a <laughs> uh, it's a lot of fun on that one so thank you all for listening Whew. we really appreciate you we while we may not be the official mass singer podcast we are we're trying our best we are trying our best we're, we're the little vault train that it. could we oh that's good that's, That's the title of the episode, I think. Uh, the little vault train that could. <laughs> Even though it's not there. Yeah. Ah, people will click. Yeah. Get the clicks. Get the views. <laughs> That's what this is about. But it's not. It's about having fun. Having fun yeah. talking about the best show on television right now. Agreed. The Mass Singer. So I think that's going to be all for us, folks. So we will see you next week to talk once again about Group C, to get some more clues, to get some more performances, to get more of Nick Cannon outfit ratings on... With, With that, the Masked Singer Podcast. <laughs>